Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. gentlemen you know what time it is 12 o'clock wednesday that could only mean one thing yes indeed it is steelers nation radio the electric factory for the next two hours having a blast arthur motes wesley euler between the two of us one has an immaculate head of hair and the other a decade long of nfl experience but of course that's up to you guys to figure out which is which but either way man it's going to be a fun show because we have not just Steeler news, but we got Steeler hires, Steeler speculation. I mean, we got a former Steeler coming on in the second uh, in the second segment today mm-hmm. in terms of Terrence Garvin, former Dub VU Woo! guy. Talk I know I know my man Wes is hype about that since the last guest we had on was a pit guy. Talk and, uh, to him? Yeah, no. <laughs> didn't go so well for my man Wes it's over the, here. It's the duality of man. It's the duality <laughs> of the show. You know, I, I know we're going to get to Lewis Riddick at some point today. Mm-hmm. Somebody tweeted me yesterday and said, you, you would hate him just because he's a pit guy? I yes. Mean, no. Yes. I, I, I <laughs> yes. love Chris Carter. I <laughs> no, you love don't. Missy Matthews. No, no. You, you like them. I you went to high them, school around here. A lot you of like my, a lot of my best friends went you to like pit. Them, but you don't love them. Though. I mean, if I was listen, if I you, was that stubborn, I'd you have listen to. But you ain't hearing them though. You you a lot listen, of people. You listen to Lewis, but you don't hear Lewis. That's the problem. Because he went to pit. If you would have went to WU, you'd be oh man, I love this Lewis guy. Hey, listen, I don't want to – you drive the show today. You uh-huh. tell me where you want to start. We, uh-huh. will talk, we will talk about Mr. Uh-huh. Riddick at some point, I am sure. Oh, without a doubt. But, you know, at first, man, I was just thinking about how awesome of a situation we had, man, because, like I said, last time we were in here, we were talking. You, were, you, you weren't in the best mood. You know, you, 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 your ears <laughs> – your ears were struggling, you know, on, on the hardwood. And usually we don't talk basketball, but I just like the fact that you're in a way better mood. I you're mood smiling today. so much more. And I said, man – I'm just glad that WU got the win, so that way you could be good today. Arthur Motes, I knew last <laughs> night that you and I were going to uh, have a great time on the show today. Yeah. Plenty to talk about in terms of hires and interviews. I was excited for that. Good week for, you know, talking stellars on the show here. Good week for talking football. It's Super Bowl week. Mountaineers get a W last night. Penguins get a big W last night. Feeling good, yeah. And it's Moats Host Wednesday, so I just put my feet up here and I just react, baby. Well, there we go. So, enough of the pleasantries about West Virginia because we didn't have a West Virginia candidate being interviewed for the general (laughs) manager position. Hail to pit, ladies and gentlemen. But with that being said, as reported, I believe this was by uh, Ian Rappaport, Jerry Dulac as well, Um, a couple other people after that, that um, Lewis Riddick, um, front crew doing Monday Night Football, some of the studio analyst stuff. We'll be getting interviewed. Um, it may have already happened, but I know it's supposed to be happening sometime this week. We just didn't know the specifics of could that Could be going time on right team. now. Yeah, I mean, realistically, it definitely could be going on right now. I believe the report came out Monday right after we yep. got off the yep. air. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, with that being the case, man, it definitely is something that is interesting to me for a couple of reasons. When I first think of Lewis Riddick, um, 
I instantly think of just the recency part of him, right? The Monday Night Football part. And the thing that I do like about him on Monday night, which I'm sure is the big divide with him, is how analytical, how smart, and how in tune he is when he speaks football. He speaks it at a master's or a doctorate level you yeah. know, when he's talking about it. So for a guy like me who speaks that same language, I love it. Absolutely love it because it lets me know that, number one, he actually understands the game on an intimate level. He actually understands the small uh, uh, idiosyncrasies of playing certain positions on the field as well, the details, and that's because he actually played also. So that's a double layer, something that a lot of candidates in that position don't really get this early on. But then I also think about the fact with him that, you know, he has experience in this vein, very similar and almost to the same extent of a Brandon Hunt, a guy that we're very mm-hmm. high on because he was on the player personnel side. And when you look at Lewis Riddick's track record, even dating back to I think 2013 was his last time in that role before he started crossing over to doing some of the ESPN stuff. He was in a role as a director of player personnel. I believe it was for the uh it was, oh, I'm going to draw a play. I believe it was the Eagles. The Eagles. Yes, yes I'm about to say, because Eagles and Giants. So, I'm about to say, in 2013, it was the Eagles. So, for that part, I, like I said, I definitely enjoyed the fact that it was still recent, right? Because when you're talking about evaluating talent, when you're talking about evaluating players, it's nothing worse than this guy being a great talent evaluator, but he hasn't done it in over 30 years. I don't know about you, Wes, but the way we evaluate players now compared to 30 years ago is a little different. The way uh, a little bit different. The type of players you actually be looking for thirty years ago, you know, compared to the, the guys you're looking for today. Yeah, it's just a little, little, little different. Little are different. you telling me that you and Wolf are, are different? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a little different. It's a little different. A little bit different. You know, uh, I'm sure the fullback crew, the 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 the, the flat forehead society. The I believe, flat forehead I believe society, that's what exactly. Wolf calls yeah, it. Yeah, uh-huh. it, 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 that, that's that's not. We don't put a premium on those guys. Anymore, you know, they're they're still relevant, but it's not a premium. That's Correct. All. We, That's t- all. we talk about the par- the prom kids yes, now. Yes, yes, it's all about can you be an athlete on grass? You mm-hmm. know, we're, we're looking for the basketball players on the grass. You That's, be, you be twitchy. Yeah, yeah. I, I like when you use that word twitchy. You know, so those are my like uh, initial thoughts of him, though. Just in the sense of, I like the fact that I do feel like he's a qualified candidate for both elements because he's actually been in this role. So it's not as if you're asking him to evaluate talent. That's something he's never done before. No, he's definitely done that before. But he also has the player side of it. And he also has just that super intimate knowledge of what it actually takes for players to be successful. Sure. One thing to identify talent, but it's another to cultivate it. And I do think that he is a part of that. But, you know, I would be remiss if I did not get your opinion, Mr. West Virginia. On this, see, so you got to frame it like that, of course. So if I dare say <laughs> one negative thing about Lewis Riddick, uh-huh. I'm just being a hater. You're feeding into those people on Twitter yesterday. Hey, so see, I didn't even get on Twitter yesterday, but you know what this is though? Hmm. This is called when you the host, you get to dictate the shit. You get mm-hmm. to point you. I'm you putting you in the corner today. Yeah, you set me up. yeah, big fella. So let's go. I agree with everything you just said. Um, here's my concerns though. 2013. Mm-hmm. That's the last time Lewis Riddick worked in an NFL front office. And I agree with you that this man is, I mean, I say this about people from time to time. He's one of those guys, he's forgotten more about football than I'll ever know. You listen to him speak for 30 seconds and you learn I mean, he is insanely knowledgeable. He knows the league back and forth. He knows the game. He, he knowledgeable. That's the word to describe him. And... While that's important, and while I agree with you, what he's been doing 
it's been in the, to steal a line from Mike Pursuta, our buddy on the DVE morning show, it's been in the same church in terms of football scouting mm-hmm. and football analysis. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's in the same pew as what people like Omar Khan and Brandon Hunt have been doing since 2013. That's my pause. I, I guess I would ask you, Joe, just on that particular part, mm-hmm. go in more detail, though. You Because we know with Omar, the, definitely the contract part, and I'm with you on that, mm-hmm. but the Brandon Hunt part, that's what I want to hear. Do you think that the scouting that Brandon Hunt does is the same that Lewis Riddick does to do television? I think they're different only in the sense of who they are looking for. Yes. When, yes, when exactly. We're talk, but no, no, no. But check it out, though. What Brandon Hunt is doing currently is I'm going to try to find a guy on somebody's practice squad. I'm going to try to find, you know, somebody from a collegiate element. What Lewis is doing in terms of when he's getting ready for color commentary is he's creating those exact same profiles with more in-depth, but he's actually using game footage, right? The NFL footage from that week or the two weeks or whatever, so forth. So still the exact same in terms of what you're trying to do just the target is different. It's kind of like we're going grocery shopping. You're going to Costco. I'm going to Giant Eagle. We're both getting food, but you're going for bulk. I'm <laughs> going for a specific meal. Yeah. So that's why I'm just like, I get it, but it's still actually still a, a lot of similarities with it when you're talking there are, about no, there breaking down are. that tape like that. I, that's why I, th- I think it's fair to say same church but different pew. Like I, I think the grind is different for those guys that are yeah. in it for a franchise yeah. as Very opposed to and, – and listen – Again, I, I like Lewis Riddick is, I mean, he's an encyclopedia of football. He really is. Reminds me a little bit of, and man, this, you know, it has been four or five years since this guy was working mm-hmm. in TV, but it reminds me a little bit of how I used to feel about Mike Mayock. Mm, like, I okay. used to think a lot of these same things about Mike mm-hmm. Mayock. You would listen to him speak on the NFL Network and it would be like, my goodness. I mean, yeah. does this guy ever sleep? Does mm-hmm. all he do watch football? Yeah. That's, that's just my only pause is that it's been 2013. I mean, it's been nearly a decade since mm-hmm. he worked in a front office. And I, there's been examples both ways of guys who come out of the booth and do well, guys who come out of the booth and, and don't do yeah. well. Because I was going to ask with Mayock, what do you classify him right now? I don't think he did well with the Raiders. Did he take a team to the playoffs, though? One time in four years? How many first-round draft picks did he whiff on? Well, now, I, and again, that, that's you'll, what, that's you'll never to, know yeah. how much was Gruden right, say, right. how much but, Clellan Farrell, right? right? Was but, that but, uh, was that Mayock? Was that Gruden? Then, I, but for every, I'm like, what about Josh Jacobs? What about uh, Jonathan Abram? You know what I mean? Like, I think of stuff like that, and I'm like, sure. I, will I think say mixed this. back. I, I just say I don't think and, that Mayock was a clean, like a, a definitive success. Agreed. But I definitely don't feel like he was a failure. I don't either, but I also think that there was a reason that he was gone after just a few years. You Stability was never there with the Raiders. And part of that comes from ownership, and they had a move there, and they had a lot of stuff happen off the field that he can't necessarily control. But when you're the general manager, you're the general manager. Right. Well, he, he was going to go down with the ship. That was the part of right. it. But it's like right. the Gruden situation. That's not on him. The A-B situation, that's not on it's him. It's not, but the he Henry also was Ruggs. the one who brought those guys to the franchise. Very true, but I don't think any of us would have assumed at that time either. No, 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 no. That A-B was going that far no, with it. No, absolutely, that, 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 absolutely. That's all we, I'm saying. We did not think that he yeah. – no one thought that he was never going to play a like, down for the Raiders. Exactly. So, yeah. like, I'm not making excuses for Mayock, but at the same time, I do think it's a lot more context 
with his situation. But the only reason I'm bringing it up is because of the parallels, right? The yeah, TV yeah. to absolutely. Out There's the Mike Tannenbaum Correct. as well, too. Yeah, yeah. And I guess for me, another thing that I would ask you is when we're thinking about Lewis Riddick and you're thinking about Brandon Hunt, going back to one doing it exclusively for a team, one doing it for a network. Mm-hmm. Could you make a case, though, that because one guy is solely focused on finding pieces that match this particular puzzle, that you're a little limited in terms of your evaluations of just talent because you're only looking for guys that fit this puzzle, whereas for Lewis, it's week to week. Sure. You can't go in there with a preconceived notion. You can't go in there saying, hey, I'm only looking at three, four outside linebackers. I'm only a, looking for a different, script, a different cast of characters every D- week. Different style of play, yeah. different Formations, style. Absolutely. So, yeah. in a sense, for what I love about Brandon Hunt in terms of the intimate knowledge and the intimate things that he's been doing, you know, at the ground level, essentially, <laughs> in the organization, I also look at Lewis and I'm like, man, for the thing that I'm highlighting for him i could also make a negative for him and the thing that i'm going to highlight yeah. for lewis i can make a ne- yeah. I, it really I know, is like I, that I, personal I, preference thing I get what with you're it saying in a sense, you know um do you think though that and i get that we we all want more outside voices yeah I, I know that that's a big part you know not just him being a pittsburgh guy being a pit guy it's people look at it and they say hey they're finally going outside of the organization right. all right that's what we want i I think that that would be a good thing in this role if if there was going to be a regime change. Correct. But, you know, getting back to maybe the we'll never know how much power Gruden had versus how much Mayock had in those mm-hmm. personnel decisions, there's some of that with Mike Tomlin, too. Yeah, it definitely we, is. We know that he's very involved in the personnel mm-hmm. decisions, and certain people will report and argue to what extent. But if, if that's going to be the case, and that's something, and you could tell me if you disagree, but that's something that we accept – that Mike Tomlin is very involved in that process, maybe it's a good thing to have somebody that's already speaking the same language as him. Well, I think of it that way, but I also think in the sense of language or not, you know Coach Tomlin's going to have his hand in it. 100%, yeah. So He has for the, for the last <laughs> yeah. decade. And knowing that Kevin Colbert is still on until after the draft, to me, the whole we all got to be speaking that same. You'll have time to do that throughout the next cycle. Because I feel like if if Kevin Colbert wasn't here, like if he was just fired, and right now we're operating with GM vacancy, whoever we hire is going to directly be involved in all free agency, all draft, then, yeah, I think that it would be very important to have somebody that they already have rapport with, somebody that they already, you know, like you said, speak the same language with. But in this sense, when you still are going to have the main guy in terms of Kevin Colbert still being here, whether it's as a overseer, a guardian angel, or whatever you want to label it as, he's still going to have his hand on this class. He's still going to have his impact. Right, right. So I just think that it does take away a little bit of the urgency and some of the significance of those little things like that with this hire, just because of this go-around and the timing of it. I think that's kind of why I stand with it. It's interesting. I... I, I I just don't I don't know in terms of again maybe it's this one gets more attention because oh, yeah, he's a Pittsburgh guy yeah. he's a Pitt guy. Well, and he's a guy that's you know he's been around in terms of his name has been mentioned multiple times. Oh yeah, and he and that's the other part. This time last year he interviewed with I believe the Lions and the Texans. Is yeah, that and correct I know for their GM jobs? I think two years before that he had a Giants interview. Giants so, that sounds right. Yeah, and, so, and I think and not to cut you off, but I no, think no, no. another reason why. 
this has, you know, just more excitement around it is because when you talk about a Lewis Riddick versus a Brandon Hunt versus a Omar Khan, when did Brandon Hunt and Omar Khan really start getting significant general manager consideration? This year, realistically, was like the big year where they both were getting interviews. Mm-hmm. I think last year it was just Omar Khan, and he, had, I think, was with Carolina. So it wasn't a ton. Did Omar Khan interview with the Texans last cycle as well, too, last year? Or was that this year? I thought it was the Bears that wanted to interview him this year. Oh, man, see, this yeah, stuff's also hard to keep it, track I mean, of. It, go, it happens fast, man. <laughs> it happens fast. But either way, with Omar, it was a two-year – it just yeah. happened. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Correct. And with Correct. Brandon Correct. Hunt, this year is his first real real year of getting that type of consideration. For me, when I think of Lewis, Lewis is already ahead of those guys in this cycle because he's already been out there getting those GM – he's already been passed up. That was part of the reason why he went to do the TV stuff. Right. So when I think of that, I say to myself, well, man, if I'm picking between two guys that really don't have general manager experience – well, who has been viewed as more qualified or who has been getting interviews longer? And those are some of the things that I look at when I'm splitting hairs with it. And that was one of the other things with Lewis where I'm like, that is intriguing because he's already been in this cycle. He's interviewed with teams outside of the Steelers. Whereas when I think of Brandon, I'm like, okay, your interviewing experience right now is still very thin. Because this is your first go around. You had here in Pittsburgh sure, and then sure. uh what, what was it mighty in Chicago, if I remember correctly? Is there a New Orleans in there at some point? I was going to say, I, man, it's been like four teams between him, a lot of teams. between Omar there's and Brandon. There's a lot Brandon. of teams in the yes. NFL. Absolutely. I mean, there's 31 yeah. other than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nah. But with that situation, though, man, it's just like, for me, I still lean a little bit more towards potentially a more qualified person or a person that's already been in the cycle ahead of time. That's a yeah. very fair point. That is a very fair point. There's, there is, there's a lot of angles to this, and I don't think there's any correct answer. I think it just is in what you value. Well, what do you value? I, I, someone who's been in the grind, mm-hmm. front office specific. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think more times than not, someone out of the booth doesn't work. And I think, I certainly, I'm not naive enough to say, I think Lewis Riddick could be an exception to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I also, too, um, like Jonathan, uh, you know, just tweeted us here, his executive history, mm-hmm. uh, pro scout with the former, the artist formerly the known Washington as Commanders. the Commanders, the artist yeah. formerly known as the Redskins, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the the Washington Commanders, the artist formerly known as the football team yeah. as well. Too. I mean, geez, about to these say, guys. I'm not dropping the R. Where are you tripping? Pro, 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 <laughs> like, pro, pro scout, pro scout, and then director of uh, pro personnel, and then pro scout for the Eagles, assistant director of pro personnel, director of professional personnel. Oh no, I just looked at it. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Mm-hmm. He was there with the Eagles when they did that whole dream team thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. oh no! I to me that I mean that's real tangible experience. It is, but I also look at it and I say, why wasn't there? What? Why? Why hasn't there been the next step from yeah. there? Like I feel like but he could have maybe would have could have should have been no, a GM so by that, now. But that's part of the or whole. Just, no, that's been that's part, part of the, the, the Rooney Rule right. part because that's why his name has been brought you're up multiple right. years now. Because of what you let, just said, let me, qualified. Let me ask you this, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. In 2013, when he was yeah. done with the Eagles, mm-hmm. why not try and get a another scouting director, director of pro personnel job with another NFL team? Why go to television? So just think about this. He's been a director of pro personnel dating back to 2005. 
correct. He was a director, per, player, personnel Dating for back six, to 2005. six seasons total with but, two but, different franchises. But it franchises. started in 2005. You're talking about in 2013, why not take another director or pro personnel well, as a po- job no, just as instead of going, going to, to TV. TV? But it's like, man, if you've been in that role for so long and you're just like, dude, I feel like I'm walking into a closed door every single time, that's, you get frustrated. That's absolutely fair. But again, yeah. If, if once you make that decision to go into TV, mm-hmm. what changes all of a sudden now to open that door? Well, what changes is the fact that when you keep hearing more about the Rooney Rule, when you keep hearing more about lawsuits, more about just attention mm-hmm. being put on it, what have we seen all of a sudden now? Lovey Smith for crying Lovey out Smith. loud. Do you think that he's, would have— He's that, keeping the beard. Let's be real. Do you really think that was going to happen without no. the—exactly. No. So when you ask why would a Lewis Riddick all of a sudden now be ready to come back out that booth— it's never that he wanted to be in the booth, but it's he just, was just right waiting now, for but, the GM right, opportunity. Absolutely, because right now, no, that makes sense. Things are opening up a little bit more, not crazily, but you notice since the Brian Flores situation happened, we start seeing a lot more. Oh yeah, minority interview. Oh, minority hire. Oh, he's gonna be in this role now. So it's they like made, they made real sure to point now. out that yeah. the, the Miami Dolphins hire exactly. was. Uh, I think he's a quarter Latino. Correct. He, he said he said he he identifies as, as mixed races or or. or uh, what do you say? As minority or something like One that? One of right? his grandparents is yeah. Hispanic, I believe. Yeah. So, they made very sure to <laughs> to point that out. Exactly. Yeah. But you. But since the since Flores has made his statement, we have seen the NFL trying to. Hey, we're going to make sure we go. Whatever we do to promote it, minority, minority, minority. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden. So if you're a Lewis Riddick, and your resume is what it is where you've proven that you've done this not at one location, because with Brandon Hunt, it's been one location. He's done this at multiple locations. Sure. It's like we know when we hear him talk, he's still very much a, a student of the game. He's still intimate knowledge of the game. But it was just like, man, you get frustrated. How no, many I, times I totally, are you going to I totally, I totally get yeah. that. I totally get that. So that's the biggest thing for me when I think of him, and that's why it's like, man, once again, I still, and, and that's the problem too, I honestly still don't think that he gets the opportunity to go around in terms of getting hired. I think this is his best case, but at the same time, I still can make that strong case for Brandon Hunt. Mm-hmm. And that's or Omar it, Khan. you know what I mean. And that's the part of it. That's and it's like it's not a bad part for Lewis, but it is in the sense of man. Well, we got other candidates who are just like you, who have also spent time in the organization, who we do feel like. You know, we've developed in-house, mm-hmm. and there is something about developing guys in-house and seeing them flourish within here. It's kind of like watching your child grow up. But I at like the same that. time, it's I like, like that. That's yeah. a good but at the same time, it's like, man, I know about the kid from around the corner who is just as good. Not my son, but, yeah. you know, has been had his rough go at it. And now he's coming to me for opportunity. I'm like, man, do I go to the kid around the corner or do I give it to my son here? You know what I mean? So that's kind of like the dilemma that I fall sure. into when I'm thinking of these guys because they are very similar. And they've all, to some extent, had that door closed on them. Let me ask you this too, because you you kind of mentioned that, you know, grooming your own yeah type thing that we know has been a a a big part of the Steelers organization over the decades. Would you look at it all and say Omar Khan's ten years younger than Lewis Riddick? Does that make a difference? If no, it's if it's a, if it's no. a, if I'm talking like all <laughs> things equal, you know what I mean? Like oh well, honestly, Omar could have this for the next twenty thirty years, where maybe Lewis would retire a little bit sooner. We're talking about front office executives. Unless they're 75, I do not care about their age. <laughs> That's true. I, Mr. I'm not going to lie Mr. to Mr. Colbert isn't exactly, a, exactly. A, a spring chicken. Yeah, I could <laughs> I could not care. <laughs> Seriously, man. Like, as long as he's not 75, he's good. Period. <laughs> and we're, and we're not even talking about a coach. 
We're talking about the office. That's true. We like, did. Like, you're we going did, to, to sit in an office. We did just elect like back to back ninety year old dudes in this yes. country as well like, too. Come on now. <laughs> Shoot, man, Pete Carroll is 70-something years old. He's jumping around he's, on the sidelines. And he still takes his shirt That's off all at the I'm combine That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you, you, you better be able to put a three-piece suit on and go sit in that day, go in a nice leather chair in the corner office. You better be able to do that. <laughs> oh, goodness, Arthur Motes. I know we got to get to uh, a break here so we can get to yeah, Terrence and, Garvin. And I will say this, too. I, I forgot to do my due diligence. Um, let us know your thoughts on Lewis Riddick being interviewed as well. Uh, power grid mega watch because I do want your thoughts. We do want your thoughts. Absolutely. On this conversation, man. Um, do you like the fact that Lewis Riddick is being interviewed? Is he a candidate that you would like to hire? Or do you think that you would rather go elsewhere, whether it's Brandon Hunt, Omar Khan, or anybody else? But either way, let us know your thoughts on Lewis Riddick and this potential interview at the body fifty-two. The body and at Wesley Euler. The good hair. I keep in my mind saying on Twitter, but it keeps coming out as at Twitter. So that's why I keep saying at the body. Be careful. At Wesley Euler. Be careful there. But it is on Twitter. So there you go. But with that being said, we will get to a break here, man. When we come back, we will be hearing from former Pittsburgh Steeler Terrence Garvin on the Lewis Riddick conversation. Oh, yeah. As well as the Super Bowl. Whoa, what? Oh, what? Yeah, we got to get, no. yeah. get his prediction you for the game. we got to get that. We got to get that. So with that being said, this is Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio.